Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Collector's Maze podcast. This is more than a nerd and geek podcast. This is a nerd and geek community. Let's go. Let's get into it. As you, you're tuning into part two of a series of the greatest comic books you need to read. And we're going to tackle our next 15. If you didn't see part one, be sure to go check that one out. After you listen to this one, of course. <laughs> you know, you don't have to... This is not like a movie to a sequel where you have to watch the first one to understand this one. You could jump in at any time you want. I'm Adrian. I'm Jordan Brandon 2K. And I'm going to start with my 15, which is The Long Halloween. Oof. Explain. It's on here. I've, I've read it. I've read it several times. But it's also it's on here because of the most recent The Batman movie we got with Matt Reeves. He takes a lot from this comic book. The Riddler kind of kind of takes the place of Calendar Man in this comic book, in 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 the movie. The Riddler does, but yeah, the Long Halloween. If anybody knows anything about me, I am a unapologetic Calendar Man junkie. He is an underrated villain, in my opinion, and people like to make fun of him, and he's pokes fun out of. He has gets a little wink in the Suicide Squad movie. But he's usually made for laughs. If you ever play the Batman movies, he's a he's always the Batman that side the Batman video games. He's in there a lot as a little Easter egg. But yeah, the Long Halloween, Jeff Lowe and Tim Sale. I don't know if you read this one. Didn't get into that one. I wanted to, but I've literally read the entire synopsis. <laughs> it's apparently it's got a story I'd be interested in. Mm-hmm. I gotta be compelled, and it's just it hasn't compelled me yet. But being on your list, that'll compel me. The mystery in this, the mystery in it—that's why I really like it. Is you know has all the villains in this on their toes because they're like, who is stealing our shine? Got you, got you, got you. That sounds good. My fifteen, not DC, not Marvel. Oh, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Oh, okay, okay. So. If anybody comes in here and argues with me about Scott Pilgrim not being a not being a comic, you can. <laughs> there's a there's a back door on your house. Just run out the back. Just run out the back. It's a comic. Back. It's coming. Don't worry. It'll come hit you in the head. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Y'all saw the movie. I know you guys all saw the movie. The comic book is pure unadulterated genius. I'm like, without ruining it, without ruining it. The comic book is like an exaggerated version of the movie. Like I'm talking, think bigger, better. All that. It's just, it's high quality. Have you read the Scott Pilgrim comic? No, I have seen the movie. But so, I, I didn't know it was a comic. I didn't know that. They, so, you know, the scenes where they have like the, like they have a little, like a flashback that's actually an animated flashback? Right. That's the style of the entire comic. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's like chibi art. It's amazing. <laughs> My number 14, yep. The Return of Barry Allen. I am a Flash person. I love the Flash. He's one of my favorite characters. And that's mainly why he's on here. This was the first Flash comic book I've read. I read and it just has sentimental value. Sentimental value. So I had to put it on. They return to Barry Allen. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that actually that comic, was that the one? I think that's the one that was actually in Catch Me If You Can. Yes. And he actually was like, Oh, Barry because it had I think it had Barry Allen across the top, and that's how he got the name quick off the top and said. Yep. That is sweet. Okay. Another off DC, off Marvel, Walking Dead. The Walking Dead. 
Oh, nice, nice. I mentioned this in previous in a previous episode. I I am I have boycotted The Walking Dead because as soon as I saw, read the comic book, saw the even the previews. There's no point. There's no point. Read the comic. Read the graphic novels. It's just it's much bigger. It's so much bigger. So much better. Completely different. It's not you're not going to rehash anything. Similar, similar, like eh, like people interest pieces and stuff like that. But the comic, I'm talking, uh, uh, no, comic, comic over everything. Absolutely. My next one is Preacher All in the Family. If you have you, did you see the series? Seen it, haven't in a long, it's been a minute since I've ever the series. Actually, I actually did really, really enjoyed the series. But if you enjoyed the series, you're really, really gonna enjoy the comic. Series is very well of uh, uh, tackling this story. So yeah, preacher all in the family. You got all your favorite characters. You know, yeah, yeah, ass face. You got all of them. <laughs> all of them. Jessica Jones alias. Oh, nice, nice. I like it. I love Jessica Jones. I don't know why, but I love her. I feel like I feel like it's it's a more raw She Hulk. I was just about to say that she Much is. More raw. Much more raw She-Hulk. There's also they, they team up some in the comics. They have a, a, a little friendship going on. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Jessica Jones, man. Yeah, I I was shocked how much I liked the comics. To be honest, I was really shocked. I'm not a huge fan of the show. Like I understand I understand how it went and all that stuff, but it's just it wasn't my cup of tea. Neither neither was Iron Fist. Neither was Luke Cage. Really, I think they could have done a better job with Luke Cage. I thought, but, Ritter, I thought Ritter was a great, a good Jessica Jones. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, the character choices, the casting was fantastic, except for Iron Fist. Mm. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I've seen Game of Thrones. I've read Game of Thrones. I know who Loras is, and that's just that, that's who that is now. <laughs> kind, kind of like Daniel Radcliffe and Harry Potter, but, like, a much more intense version because at least Harry Potter did other stuff besides, you know, fornicate and knighthood, you know? But, uh, fair, but point, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> like at least Harry had a bigger, uh, yeah, the bigger part. Like literally, this kid was only like about lancing and lancing. So yeah, Jessica Jones alias. Shocking how much I liked the art was really good, and it's it's a it's a it's a much more rugged and raw She Hulk. It makes sense that they team up. My next one is Infinity Gauntlet, which you touched on in part one. I, I want to say so. Be sure to check out part one to get a little bit. He you said it perfectly. You dived in deep a little bit on Infinity Gauntlet there. Yeah, Infinity Gauntlet, man. It's like one of those be all end all storylines. Like Infinity Gauntlet, you got to read it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm gonna go ahead and get it out of the way since I just ripped the heck out of Iron Fist the show. The Immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice swerve there. I got it. I'm, I'm an honest dude. And like Iron Fist, I, I made a list of about 50. I'll be honest. I made a list of about 50. And I know, and you can, you can tell if you watch part one part in this part, I'm bouncing around. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the, I'm all over the map because I like a good story. Immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> it's, it's a great story. It just kind of dives in and shows you who Iron Fist is. I don't like the villains. Like don't get me wrong, I don't like the villains. But it's a it's a real relatable, realish story, and it's, he's not like overly powered. I would say, kind of like, like Jessica. You know, she's too ridiculously strong, and then you know, Luke's impervious. But like Iron Fist is, ju- it's his hands. Like it's a little bit of magic, but it's hands, and that's why the villains can't be like you know ridiculous. But I think it's handled really well, and it's I, 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 I like Baki the anime, so like. 
fighting is awesome and they do a really good job of like quote unquote comic animating the action in this. It's not like a pow, bit, bam, none of that. It's no. it's a it's a very well done action comic because everybody can go kroom, you know, blasts and stuff like that. To be able to capture martial arts in the way that they did in that comic. They didn't even do like the Bruce Lee comics aren't even as good as the Iron Fist comics as well as the action. So make sure you check out the Immortal Iron Fist if you have any any desire whatsoever to see some high quality comic book animation is what I'll call it. And if you want your if you want your mind like erased from the uh, Netflix adaptation as well. That's you. That's you. Next the one next one on my list is Ultimates Two by Mark Miller, Brian Hitch. Did you read Have you read this? Can't say that I have. I'm I'm slacking today. I'm slacking on this episode. <laughs> Ultimates Two. It's one of those hot pods of bring all your heroes together type of comic books. It's very good. It's a very good read. It's a very good intro read for somebody who it's a, it's a nice tame comic book to just like get into. Gotcha. There's a lot to spoil in this one, so I'm gonna leave it at that. But Ultimates Two. Fair enough. I'm gonna jump into the DC realm. Ooh. Something I don't do very often. What do you got? Legion of Superheroes, Great Darkness Saga. Nice. I like it. I'm a villains guy. Don't get me wrong. Me too. I'm a villains guy. I like I like my heroes. That's why I chose Iron Man. The villains have gotta be villains have gotta be on point. You don't get much on point as Darkseid. Darkseid, he's he's Omega, man. He's I people say Darkseid versus Thanos, and I'm like, it's not even that. It's not even bad. One blast of beams. One blast of Omega beams. Dark side would. That's another podcast. Yeah, Dark side versus Thanos. <laughs> I would want to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> we already know, but we'll, we could do it. We could definitely do it. We could, we could do a villains episode. But yeah, I know. If if you don't like your heroes winning all the time, Legion of Superheroes, Greg Darkness Saga. My next one is Identity Crisis. Okay. Yes, it's another crisis event. I, I'm all you're gonna notice about this is all about these crisis events. I like I like when you just take things and you scramble them up and you mess with timelines and interdimensional travel. I enjoy those type of story arcs, and Day Crisis does that for me. Feel that absolutely. Yeah, I agree. With you now on the head. If you want, this is good. It's tough, it's, t- it's tough to mess with it. It's real tough to mess with it at all. John Constantine, Hellblazer, Volume 5, Dangerous Habits. John <sighs> Constantine. You have me at John Constantine. He's another character that I can't get enough of. You want to talk about me liking villains, anti-heroes, or my even more favorites? And this man don't care. And it, and it goes in this. It goes in this. It's a, it's a graphic novel, but it's a compendium, basically. It's almost 200 pages. You want to talk about questioning existence? There is there is a heaven and hell. Like it, <laughs> there is no more questions. There are no more questions. That's all I'm gonna say. There are no more questions. There's a lot in that comic book. If y'all it, like, we say this about every single one we're we're saying. But like, if you want to read it with the lights on, <laughs> make sure you got that circle of salt. And make yeah. sure you got your crucifix. Fair, very fair. Oh, uh, deep, deep comic. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, 
So I won't sure. be surprised if that makes it into the comic session as a deep dive. Yeah, that's a. Mm -hmm. My next one is a tie back to part one a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. Green Lantern Rebirth, Jeff John. I think Jeff John's run on Green Lantern is good, and Rebirth was kind of his start with Green Lantern. So yeah, Green Lantern Rebirth. Um, it's a good comic book if you're if you're just wanting to get into the Green Lantern lore. I would start probably start with Green Lantern Rebirth. Because it would give you that, like, just how Jordan, just how Jordan take on things. So, yeah, Green Lantern Rebirth for your Green Lantern fix. I mean, you could say Green Lantern Rebirth, I think they took a lot of those elements and put it in that lackluster movie, which I know is probably not selling that comic, but it's much better than the movie. Trust me on that. <laughs> Green Lantern Rebirth. Absolutely. <sighs> so, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Ultimate Collection. By Ed Brubaker because he's the only good Winter Soldier writer, and and that's a spicy take. Yeah, that's a spicy take. You're gonna stand on that bridge? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Light a match, throw some gasoline on it. I'm not moving. All right. Don't get me wrong. Jeff Loeb did a really good job with Fallen Fallen Sun. He did a really good job with Fallen Sun. That's who I would think of. <laughs> he's still a traitor, though. He's still a DC run run out. Yeah, we got him. Ed Brubaker, it brings that he, he writes he writes Bucky and Steve really well, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He 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 kind of peels back the mask and let them be them when they're by themselves, and that and that's rare in the comics. They're goofy guys. They're really goofy guys. And if you don't put that in the in the story, I can, I can't you you can't. I'm sorry, but it's it's how they are. It's their personalities. I, I'm I'm real heavy on more than the mask. I'm I'm a lot I'm a lot of that. I I don't like just a I'm gonna kick everyone's butt, and I have no substance behind my back. Like Steve got his butt whipped by every bully in Brooklyn, and Bucky was there to save him every time. Every time. Every single time. Didn't matter where he was, what time it was. Bucky somehow was there. They are di oh, they're dyads in in the Marvel universe, and and that's that's. There's not very many of those. Like Spider-Man doesn't always get married, Jane. Sometimes he does, sometimes he doesn't. And I'm not comparing it to like a romantic relationship or anything, but like even Ro even Rhodey and, and Iron Man, like in the comics, they're not even that tight. Like they're they're best friends and they go have beers together. But like, and and at the end of the day, Tony would give give his life for Rhodey, and Rhodey would give his life for Iron Man. But like, pretty sure Bucky would fight Satan and give up his own soul to save Steve. For sure, like no doubt, it's expressed very, cru very crucially in this for in this Winter Soldier Captain America by Edward Baker. It's that's another reason I love Captain Captain America so much. I have a chibi Captain America tattoo on my leg, and on my buddy's other leg, like opposite. He's got Bucky. He's got he's got Winter Soldier with the Wakandan arm. Oh, that's that that's a cool combination right there. Yeah, we're we're just we're it's just that that's how our friendship is. That's and I I just saw that mirrored again, like multiple times we're tight like that so it's just one of those things where i can mirror and it's like dyads like star wars wouldn't be star wars if there weren't dyads in the force true so it's just one of those things where i i like opposing forces that end up together it just works it's awesome and ed, ed just does it right jeff you can't spell jeff that way man 
It's J E P H. Yeah, yeah. So he writes a great overall comic book. I will give him that. He writes a great overall comic book. I picked Ed because Ed just gets that relationship and does a really good job with it. And it's a decent comic. So decent comic, awesome bromance equals, you know, top 10 in my book. I think I have to kind of combine these next two and you'll understand why here in a second. And you're going to be like, oh man, you psyched me out in part one. Cause I did. <laughs> Go for uh, it. X-Men and extinction and the age of apocalypse kind of go together for me yeah extinction and the age of apocalypse are my next two on my list do you understand why i'm putting those together impact yes i think <laughs> without without ruining anything impact. right <laughs> I, think, I think when you read one you're going to want to read the other so i don't think you're going to be able to stop with one of them they have to be together absolutely Going away from Marvel and DC again. Recent awesome series on Amazon Prime. Invincible. Ooh. Y'all thought I was going to say the boys. I thought you were going to say the boys, too. Invincible. Yeah, anything to say other than that? Yeah, depth. If you were, if you felt like you wanted more from season one of Invincible, it just kind of goes a little bit further, obviously. Nice. Next one on my list is the Judas contract. Yeah. Uh-huh. A darker, more mature story. You know, the Judas contract. There's yeah. a, and all I'm going to say is there's a, obviously it's in the name. There's a hit out on somebody. Pick up that comic. That's tough not to ruin though. It is. That's what I'm going to say. There's a hit out on someone. Which favorite, which one of your favorite heroes is there a hit out on? Mm-hmm. What'd you say? It said, which which one of your favorite heroes is there a hit out on? Exactly. It's my only Thor comic. Walt Simonson. Just came out about five years ago. Almost five years ago in October. Oh, so you got another new one. I am. It, it kind of combines older ones, though. It's Thor 333. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking at it right now. Just I clicked on it because I was like, I, I was like, why did I link it? And now I know why. It's Thor 337 through 355. Skips 56 and skips goes to 357 th- to 369. So it's 337 to 369 combined, taking out one issue as a filler issue. And then 30 and another a filler at 370, 371 to 382. So it's two fillers pulled out between 337 and 382. And it puts Balder the Brave at one through four in there. That's why that's why I, I clicked this. You get basically five 45 comics. Of Thor, plus the complete series of Balder, the Brave. If you're not familiar with Balder, ba- if you've not played the new God of War, Ragnar- it's not Ragnarok, it's just God of War, but the new one's Ragnarok. Balder, the story of Balder is a little weird. I'm, I can't really, I, I, I don't know for sure exactly how it is, but for some reason he can't feel anything. Mm. Nothing. Thor lightning, pinpricks, arm cut off, nothing. He feels nothing. And I don't think he can have any limbs cut off either. But they can be cut, bruised, sliced, everything, and they don't, they'll heal immediately. But he can't feel anything. Basically, it's a kind of a micro war. It's Thor versus whoever. I'm not going to run that either. Sorry, I can't do it. Thor versus whoever. And then for some reason, Thor goes away for a while and Balder's in charge of Asgard. Balder is an okay guy ish, usually, when he's not pissed off. About halfway. 
<laughs> and it just goes from there. Let's put it this way. Fafnir the Dragon, Loki, Lorelei, Malekith the Dark Elf, Surtur, Hela, Titanium Man, Curse, Zaniac, Marauders, Absorbing Man, Fing Fang Foom, Destroyer, and the Midgard Serpent. All in one combo. In one little compilation. Nice. It's also probably the biggest collection of Thor you're gonna get in one book. So it's a complete it's a complete saga. <laughs> Speaking of sagas, next one on my list is the New World Order. <laughs> cool. It's a good yeah. one, right? Yeah, that's a saga. That the new is world. A saga. Yeah, the New World Order, man. One of Grant Morrison's first time at bat with the Justice League, and he came out swinging. <laughs> I cannot. The Justice League has a confrontation, which uh, I would say is probably their biggest task. I'm not going to say more. Don't, don't go, don't, don't, <laughs> don't go in there with a closed mind because you're going to be pissed. Right. <laughs> it's a comic book that has a lot to say, and it does maybe the most of anything on our list besides maybe Watchmen. Mm-hmm. And I would say it's also a comic book that doesn't come in with kitty gloves when it's saying it either. No, if they can if they could pick up the iron gloves, they got it. But the New World Order. It's a good read. Just be, be prepared. Be prepared to question life. <laughs> so here's a, here's a nice weird one for you guys. Secret Warriors. Nice. It's young Avengers, but like young and dark Avengers. <laughs> like part one's got all of them on there, and then the second one just got one. It's fair warning. Yeah, like, Agents of Shield meets Endgame. Oh, that's a good way to put it. <sighs> I was gonna say the Young and Young Dark Avengers is was a good, another good way to put it, but that's a better way to put it, I think. It's also kind of, it's also definitely kind of expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I I was shocked when I when I paid what I paid for it. <laughs> I did get both parts though. I did get both parts. That's one, yeah, you gotta you kind of the barter for. It's probably the best way to put it. <clears throat> Next one on my list is the, the Galactus Torgy. Yeah. Fantastic Four. Can't go wrong. Yeah. You, you, I, I, I see a pattern with yours. I see a pattern with yours. Are you? Yeah. You, you're seeing how my mind works. You're seeing what type of. I told you I like extinction events. <laughs> uh, yeah, extinction level, ridiculous. Like, are we really gonna make it through this? You never know. You never know. Like, how do we get? How, like, and after you're done, you're like, how do they get out of that? <laughs> yeah, folks. If you've been paying attention to part one and now the part two, my list is filled with crisis. Oh gosh, can we just not talk about this one? You put it on your list. <laughs> it's a newer one too. Okay. Ice cream man. <laughs> have you read it yet? I haven't, but why didn't we, why didn't make your list? I'm just gonna read the little synapses they have here for you. Okay. Ice Cream Man is a genre-defining comic book series featuring death disparate dis, dis separate, like so kind of close together, but not really. Uh-huh. One shot ter- one shot tales of sorrow, wonder, and redemption. Each installment features its own strange cast of characters dealing with their own special Sunday of suffering. And on the periphery of all of them, like the twinkly, mu- twinkly music of his colorful truck, is the ice cream man, kind of like the watcher, a weaver of stories, a purveyor of sweet treats, friend, fr- friend, foe, 
god demon, the man who with a snap of his fingers, like he split, can change the course of your life forever. <laughs> so basically, without ruining it, it's like Tales from the Crypt-ish. Not so, not so much everyone dies type of thing. But oh, Twilight Zone is a good way if, if Rod Sterling was the watcher and liked messing with people. Yeah. I am shocked, ladies and gentlemen. Trying to grasp what you just read there. Exactly. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's a new one. It's a new type. Of, it's a new, like, it's a new way of thinking. They get kind of weird with it. There's a new, like, wave of horror comics. I'm not a fan of horror, per se, but it gives me a strange tale, mm-hmm. if, if you will. I'm game. I'm game too. I mean, mind blown, but it sounds right up my alley. So <laughs> it is a brain teaser for sure. I will say that if you think you know what's going on, you are about to get bit in the butt every single time because he don't care. He don't care Speaking at all. <laughs> Speaking of not caring. Oh boy. Craven's last hunt. It's on my list too. Awesome. I mean, this story, this comic book, we're getting a Craven movie. And so if you're interested in the Craven character, don't know much about the Craven character, Craven's last hunt is already is a one to pick up. I mean, what do you hunt when you've hunted it all? Right? You hunt a certain neighborhood superhero. Again, Peter has changed forever. I'll let you guys decide for better or worse. Craven's Last Hunt. I could read that comic book over and over again. It's a good one. Number one. Wolverine Weapon X. Ooh. Basically, you know that scene in the dam when the one the one redeeming scene of it's one of the movies where they released Hugh Jackman's Wolverine and he just goes on a rampage killing every soldier. Oh, okay, yeah, I know the scene you're talking about. It's just the, their plans, what they were going to do with them, what they had already done with them. It's 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 him trying to figure out what he's actually done. Because it, every time, it's, it's just like Winter Soldier. They brought him in, they wiped him. Brought him in, wiped him. Brought him in, wiped him. So he has no idea what he actually did. He starts getting those flashbacks, and that's when he starts remembering who he is. And then that Xavier unlocks his mind. This is before all of that. Right, trying to figure it all out. It it's audiobook. <laughs> it's kind of funny on audiobook. It's one of the only comics I've ever listened to on on audiobook because they describe everything, and so they have to describe their dismembered bodies and you know <laughs> and all of that. So it's pretty entertaining because there's a lot of snickering <laughs> and a lot of dead bodies and a lot of you know gore on the ground. So he has to, the person has to describe all of that. So, as far as being number one on this list right now, it's purely for the fact that it's an amazing book. It is a hilarious, I'm talking hilarious. That's how I'm going to have to listen to it is on the audio. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with uh, uh, um, Ice Cream Man. That sounds like it would be amazing on audio. <laughs> I don't have it. So, there's not very many comics that are actually made into audiobooks. I don't know why this one happened. But it's the reason it's on my number one because literally the person that sits there is like, there's blankety blank and blankety blank, blankety blank, blankety, and just like that low monotone because it's like, you know, they're dead bodies. Not a ha, 
that joke could just happen. You know what I'm talking about? No, it's like, oh, yeah. Very, it's very serious, and it shouldn't be. Number I, one on my part, too, is American Gothic. Of course. Absolutely. Has to be. Yeah. And it, it goes in line with, what, with, with my taste. It really does. <laughs> I mean, John Constantine. I mean, anything with John Constantine is a banger, in my opinion. But coming off of Crisis on Infinite Earths, doing with doing with that from a from a black magic side of things, gothic. If you're if you like if you're into the Justice League Dark and that side of Dark Horse, you're gonna like American Gothic. 